All right, so most of you uh, probably realize that we've had these service excellence presentations, one in February. Uh, we just had one in June. There's one coming up here in a couple of weeks in September. The first one in February concentrated on how we introduce ourselves as hospital employees, um, and I'll go through that. The second one concentrated a little more on how we handle uh, complaints and patients that may be escalating and how to provide sort of immediate service recovery. The one that's coming up in a few weeks is really concentrating on staff-to-staff -staff communication and how we communicate with each other related to patients. So this has kind of all been deemed the Iowa experience. And, and the main reason is we feel like, and we've seen this with most of our uh, information, is that patients think we do a good job with the medical aspects of things. Uh, when it comes to the kind of going over the top for service excellence, we don't quite get there as far as customer service. And I think the main thing to remember is that we as people create the patient's experience, not the hospital itself or the sh you know, shiny new department. And the other thing that we've really been working on is we share our, we really create our coworkers' experience too. It's so much more enjoyable to be at work when you enjoy the people you're being around and you're communicating well with others. And that's within your department and throughout departments in the hospital. Now, Disney tries to get us to focus in a little bit and one, having a shared purpose. And this is what we've come up with as a hospital, that we care not only with our minds and hands, but also with our hearts and trying to get at the aspect of how we're empathetic and basically treating people like you'd want to be treated or your family member to be treated. So the expectation is that we need to care every time, every place with every person. And that becomes very difficult. I mean, you're in a long shift. It's hard to have that out there every single time. But every single detail really does matter because we're one big team in the patient's care. Uh, and each one of us really owns that outcome. It doesn't matter if you're the groundskeeper, if it, you're the DEO of your department or, or CEO of the hospital. We care for our patients and each other because it's the right thing to do. Really, the people are the key to our success, um, and everyone, like I just said, is included in that, and we need to hold each other accountable as well. So as we work through anything within the hospital, we kind of go through the people, process, um, and purpose for why we're doing things. So the process, yes, one of the things I know frustrates a lot of people within the hospital is when we don't kind of have standardized processes in the hospital to make our job easy. And that's one of the things that we're really trying to work on so that people don't have to think about the tasks they're doing. Those things can happen more freely so that you can concentrate more on the purpose of, of dealing with the patient and paying attention to them. Communication is probably the biggest key with all of this. Uh, it's also one of the biggest keys when we have slip-ups, errors, and problems. If we could fix communication, that would be the, the single most important thing. And then, like I said, adding purpose to our tasks. So not just putting that IB in, but how you go about it and how you interact with the patient. Now, before the first presentation, um, the staff were polled as to the key behaviors that they wish every single employee at the hospital, no matter who you are, would entail, and came up with these eight. Practice safety, respect each other's dignity and privacy, be courteous, listen, explain, and show concern, make eye contact and greet people, timely assistance, look and act professional, and have a clean environment. So in the initial presentation, this is what came out of it. A nod and a thanks. 
okay? So whenever you're introducing yourself to someone, you need to acknowledge that person. Hello, Mr. Johnson. I am, give him your name, Dr. Miller. I'll be your physician today. Okay, so what's your occupation or your title? I'm here to do whatever. I'm going to examine you. If you're a radiology tech, if you watch them come in, I'm going to take your x-ray now. Explain what's going to happen. And then ask them if there's anything else. And the hardest thing is thank them. Is there anything else I can get you? Thank you for allowing me to take care of you today. Thank you for choosing us for your care. That goes a long way with people. That shows we care about what they think. The other difficulty uh, is that we're always on stage. So Disney talks a lot about on stage and off stage. Well, they've built their parks so that Mickey can come in a different entrance than all of the customers. Okay? Mickey can also go have a smoke out back and nobody knows that Mickey's smoking. Okay? But when they're on stage, it's Mickey Mouse. Okay? So you're always on stage, whether you're walking through the hallways. It makes it a very difficult thing. But pay attention to that. When you're on the CAM bus, when you're anywhere in your hospital attire, you're reflecting not only your hospital, but the department and the others that you work with. Now, the second presentation was concentrating more on immediate service recovery and using the heart model as the example. And I think paying attention to this, we can de-escalate a lot of patients that we see in the hospital who are already starting to get frustrated or angry. Okay? It's very simple. People want to be listened to. I would say 90% of our job is not necessarily to fix people in the ER, but it's to listen to them. That's what most people want. And then empathize with their issues, especially if there's something that's happened. It's not that you're apologizing specifically for what happened. You're apologizing for how they feel. I'm sorry that that happened to you. That goes a long way. Ask if there's anything you can do to help resolve the situation. And then once again, thank them for their input because that's the only way we can improve. Okay? So that's the second step as we move through things. Now, what do we do when that is not quite enough? Okay? You know, service recovery is, is the next step of things that allows us to show patients, again, like I said, feedback is important and that we want to improve. It also lets patients know that we have a system in place for complaints. So that's where I want you to say, you know, I see you're still very upset. Let me give you the information for our patient representatives can, who can help you further or give them my name and information so they can contact me as the medical director uh, and, and really give them another avenue of doing that. And it really reinforces to patients that it's okay to speak out when they're frustrated or if something's gone wrong. So in summary, just really, I want you to remember that not only do our, our patients and families and visitors, but each other really deserve the very best from us. We really care for our patients and each other, so really exude that when you're working in the hospital. And reflect that, because you're a reflection of the department you work for, as well as yourself. And really pay attention to every detail. Okay, we provide great medical care, but pay attention to the little things the things that you would want done if it was your mother or daughter or husband or wife. And really own the outcome of the patients because we're really one big team to make, make this succeed. Thank you very much.